Welcome back. We are back after three weeks off, I want to say, um, to the Black Collegian Podcast. I'm back with my main girl, Jessica Gates. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, the, the jet setter, been <laughs> flying all over this continental United States. Um, a lot has happened since we've been away. Uh, Ke- Kevin Samuels, uh, rest in peace. Or good riddance, because a lot of people was. Oh, <laughs> I've no. never seen somebody, somebody as vitro. I guess like there were people like celebrating his death, which really I'm I'm never. Did y'all really see people celebrate? I, I did. It was like tons of Facebook um, statuses, posts. Uh, some celebrating, some uh, people sad. Uh, more sad. I feel like I saw more people saying, there's too many of y'all celebrating. I don't know. I guess it just depends on your timeline. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was more people sad or just surprised. Yeah, I was I was more so surprised, and I was surprised um, by the reaction uh, that I was seeing. Um, really? How, what part of the reaction? The, the people that were celebrating, even when I went to the barbershop a couple of days later, uh, they, they're, they were talking about him dying from taking like Viagra or something or having a heart attack because of that. And I don't know all the conspiracy theories that, that mm-hmm. were thrown out there. And I'm just like, you can't even die in peace anymore. I don't know if people were celebrating. I just think it's pretty ironic because he was such a shock jock and the stuff he, he swore by, he actually like died on his own sword, so to speak. So I think it's just, it's just so ironic. I don't know. I, anytime anyone passes away, I think it's sad. My, I know my sister, she was going through it. She said, you're not about to ruin my holiday because he passed on Cinco de Mayo. But um, no, I, but when you live such a way in a certain type of life and whatnot and you, you know, push so much stuff out, I don't know why people think in death it's going to be a 180 of praise and adulation and whatnot. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean. How you live is... I, I guess I never got into like his YouTube. His like I would see different people post about stuff he said, but yeah, he wasn't somebody like I was going to take relationship advice from. Like Mm-mm. I would take relationship advice from Steve Harvey before I t- take advice from him. You're and on the other side for the single for the other side of people who are single, like trust me, it's it it caused a shift. Not a shift, but it definitely changed a lot of dialogue. I mean good dialogue though too at the same time. I definitely appreciate the dialogue he's able to you spark and still spark at this point in time. But no, on this side of the tracks it was you definitely felt his presence. I never watched him like that. Just the like you were saying, like more so the viral clips. Yeah, I would you know check out Instagram and it would be like something he said or something yeah. on Facebook. But I never like tuning in to mm-hmm. his YouTube or whatever. Um, but I, I was, uh, I didn't know what he, I guess I didn't know he was so divisive until he died, I guess. Um, Very much so. Yeah, in a way, depending on, but I think one thing I do appreciate about what he brought was just um, being realistic at least or whatever about just certain things i don't agree with a lot of his rhetoric i really don't but i just think one thing that i think a lot of people took away was having realistic expectations um in terms of dating and whatnot so what else happened since we've been away 
Um, Abortions back yeah. on the main stage. I've seen pro. Have you seen protesters locally? I've seen. Yeah, so I've I saw some not too far from here on like Telegraph and I don't know like 13 mile maybe or 12 mile right up there. Um, then on Northwestern and like Middle Belt. So I've seen them over here too on um, 12 and Ever. No, sorry, 12 and Southfield. So the the leaked, I guess opinion, what have you, uh, signifying uh, that the Supreme Court is pretty much, I guess, bent on overturning Roe versus Wade. Uh, I think this is a referendum on Joe Biden's like lack of leadership. Uh, I think it's a referendum on a lot of the Republicans that said, well, when we talked to Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, you know, they said Roe versus Wade was subtle law. Like, we we knew. Mm-hmm. You think that it's all strategic. It's all part. I mean, politics is show anyway. A lot of it's just entertainment and fodder anyway. So are you saying that you think it, I don't, I don't want to assume here or project, but are you saying this is all strategic and whatnot as we approach, what is it, midterms? <laughs> In a way, um, I think you, when Trump got to appoint three Supreme Court justices, I, I think you pretty much knew uh, what was going to happen. Um, do I think this plays favorably? Um, this could be the best thing that's happened to Joe Biden since COVID. <laughs> How so? Uh, the, the outrage. Could push a lot of those white independent women. Uh, That's true. Toward the Democratic Party for the midterms. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. I just can't believe it's it's a, a, a reoccurring issue. That that's what I feel like we've been fighting for this. I'm mid thirties. It's been a fight my whole life, and th- and that even took place. I can't even think of the year it was. Um, passed into, you know, law or whatever. Meanwhile, Roe Ro v. Wade was 74, maybe? In the 70s, and I was born in the 80s, and it's just crazy that it's just a reoccurring just issue and whatnot, but it is something that I do think gains a lot of traction and whatnot, and arrangement is engagement, so I definitely think, like you're saying, now that you make that point, that it probably could bode well for, um, for the Democrats, especially for Joe Biden, because What's the grade you gave him? I know we did an episode at the um, beginning. Uh, a D. Where do you place him now? Um, he's still in a D. <laughs> can he make? So can he do extra credit? Because you're a teacher. So so would you give him extra credit? I don't even know what extra credit would look um, like. Ukraine relations or something. I don't know. I, I I really don't care about Ukraine relations like that at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I I feel like we're on a precipice of World War Three. Uh, you think so? Well, if um, what's it, Finland now that's trying to join NATO? Mm. Um, and Russia has already warned them. So, mm-hmm. at this point, um, the the extra credit Joe Biden could get. Um, I have a letter from Student Fed Loan Servicing <laughs> that I would like to stop getting about oh, my student loans. So, I mean, if he could. Tackle that and tackle um, these insane gas prices. 
That would be helpful, please. Did you see the meme? You know how Future has the album cover. Did you see the meme? They call him JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> Justified and they call him JoJo, ignoring you all with the student loans. Because he did campaign on that heavy. That's just always my biggest. Big yeah, regret. so. Still a D, but. He, he's got to, he got to August. You said if he got to August? I know. Well, that's when the payments are supposed to start. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've been. Ooh, it's been a beautiful break. Jojo, I, I, he, he got some work to do. Uh, yeah, no, he he does. And when you talk about um, just breaks, him being able to give us a break until August has allowed me to travel. So that's why I followed in your steps, you and your wife's footsteps a couple weeks later, went to Vegas for a couple of days. That was cool. The, the main thing was to see um, Silk Sonic. That so you are good. the second person I know that went to go see Silk Sonic. What was the other person? Um, the other person said it, and somebody I, I highly value their opinion, uh, my friend Dustin. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his mom actually went this past mm-hmm. week to see Silk Sonic, and he said it was one of the best concerts he's ever been to. So. It's a, I, and I, I go to a lot of concerts. I go to like maybe a show or two a month. And I, I'll, I'll put it up there as like one of my top five best concerts. It's every age. It's white, black. It doesn't matter the age, the race, everyone. They have on 70s gear. There's a lot of people dressed up in like just 70s gear. It was, it was, it was a great show. They're, just, they're both just so talented. So to see two talented people join forces was great. Um, the drinks were expensive as hell. It's, I it's, for, it's the Vegas. I paid for so it was two drinks or whatever. It was a double shot in each drink, but the bill was seventy eight dollars for, for for two drinks. So basically like forty dollars a piece in so many words for for two for two drinks. I'm I'm still shocked and whatnot. Yeah, that's um uh, that's about what we paid at the Venetian for our, our poolside um drinks. Yeah, it, but I it it worked though because those braids were my braids were swinging. They they were definitely swinging. Um, Anderson did three of his songs of course bruno did his songs and then they did songs that were um from the silk sonic album it was so it was really good i think they're actually performing tonight at the billboard awards today is sunday may 15th the day before janet jackson's birthday but um yeah they're performing tonight so if you can get out there i know the residency ends at the end of this month but i'm sure it's been so successful that i wouldn't be surprised if they ran it back so yeah, and uh, um, who else is in Vegas right now? Usher and Ludacris and Lil John. I saw. Usher, yep. I know John Legend has a residency starting. Adele's got put on pause. I think Wayne, Wayne Newton is always there. Um, it was good. I went to the yeah. one thing I really wanted to do was go to this buffet at um, Caesar's Palace called Bacchanal. It was really, really, really good. It was. Um, they give you 90 minutes and they kind of watch, but it was so good. It was really good quality seafood, every type of food you could imagine, duck, ribs, amazing desserts, stuff you just, you dream about. It was it was really good. Um, Cause I'm not like the biggest party person, to be honest with you, I'm not a big gambling person. I don't really care for drinks. I don't, I'm not a big, I need to be at the poolside. I'm not a poolside person like that. I just want to eat, go to a show and just relax, to be honest with you. But it was really good, and we're talking about prices. That was like eighty something a piece or whatever. But it was it, it was worth it though. It was one of those things that it was you could tell it was nice, and they had good music playing too. It was super That's good service. One of those things where you can say, "I did it because I'm in Vegas too." Yeah. It's something that you will probably only do in Vegas like that. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Oh, so food, I will say now, when I, I think I said it before, when I do travel, I don't mind paying for food now. Because that, for me, that, that's something that I really, really enjoy. Like, I'm really into food. So I, I don't mind knowing that some money is going to go towards, like, a good dining experience. But, yeah, like you're saying, because it's Vegas. And like you were saying a couple weeks ago, everything is, like, severely overpriced and whatnot. I don't know if they're trying to recoup or what, but um, I highly recommend that that buffet. Uh, it's called Bacchanal. It's really good. Yeah, you didn't make it to in and out. <laughs> yeah, you said you enjoyed that, and I think you said Yardbird. I feel like I walked yeah, past it or whatever. Yardbird was nice. Uh, Peppermill was nice, and it was a, it was expensive, but it wasn't in Vegas expensive. What was it? Now was that like a breakfast place? You were saying it's a. It, they do so. We went there for breakfast, but they do everything. They literally have you can order anything on the menu. Oh, that's so. Well, yeah, the menu. But, like, what type of menu is it, though? Like, So it's a mixture. It's American. It's Italian. Oh, it's good. They, they have something for everyone. Uh, yeah, they know how to, to cater to all the Yeah, people. I really enjoyed the pepper meal. was probably one of our least expensive meals we had when we were in Vegas, and it's one of the ones I enjoyed the most. Yeah, it doesn't take much, no, for, for good food sometimes. Yeah, I, we went, there was a... Um, it's funny, we went, we went out walking. You know, we're from the Midwest, so we're, our time difference is like three hours. So it's just funny, we went out walking, we're like, this, like, this must be all the Midwest people are the East Coast people, because we went out their time kind of early, because we were just um, enjoying the breeze, and we started walking around maybe 9 a.m. their time and whatnot. But we came across a food court, it was an Italian food court, and we had some really good sandwiches there um, as well, too. Like really, really, really good quality deli meat um, because I, I enjoy a good Italian sa- uh, sandwich. So yeah, and I, I agree. Some of the best meals do not have to cost. Yeah, and it's funny because, like you're saying, being a, like I remember we were up at like nine, mm-hmm. and there was like really there were people out, but it wasn't like super packed, which actually worked because we were able, like we mm-hmm. went to half to go go, able to get in right away and get a table, and then when we were leaving, like the line was like everyone. Yeah. super long, so. Mm-hmm. It worked in the favor, yeah. I think walked around. You'll definitely get your miles in. Um, no, I know it was no less than four miles of walking that day, and it was just, it was on a smoke break. If I'm being honest, we just went outside just to go smoke and whatnot. But it ended up just going into a walk, running into a casino. There's a lot of stores there. I don't know how every Louis Vuitton can make all that money. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Stores. It was I'm like, like how? there was like a Louis Vuitton at yeah. the Venetian. There's one at the Wynn. Mm-hmm. There's one at the fashion show mall, yeah. and I'm just like, there's wow. like eight Louis Vuittons in a Man. less than a mile radius of each other. A Fendi, a Versace. I mean, it's cool to and see. And then there's a Starbucks on like every corner. Yes. People love their coffee for sure. And so are you guys going back anytime soon? Did you guys have a good time? So I enjoyed it. Um, what about the wife? She enjoyed it, but she's more your pace. She, she, I think she would prefer Miami or Tampa yeah. over Vegas. Even Arizona, I would, I wouldn't mind Arizona. I do wish I had carved out some time to like drive out to the desert and see the stars and whatnot. But just logistically, because we saw there was a show um, at MGM, some Cirque du Soleil. 
Ka or something like that. I'm probably saying it wrong, but it was it was very cool. It was really cool set design and everything. Yeah, Circus LA does a great show. Oh there. my goodness, I've never seen a set like that before. That was we, so deep and moving. Years ago, we did a Circus LA was here actually. Mm-hmm. And did like the Christmas Circus LA. Yeah, and that was, they traveled. That was amazing. Uh, probably one of my favorite Christmas things we we done as a family. That sounds nice. And it wasn't. I think the year before we did the Rock X, and I was like, oh, oh I could. That was one of the things where I was like, oh, I did it once. I don't you really have it. to. Yeah. yeah, Cirque does, like, they're way more immersive. Like, even from the moment you walk in, they're, like, you know, stationed at different places. So, yeah, no, it's definitely, I, I, I agree with your wife. I'm definitely more of a, just give me some shows. Give me a beat. I like sand. And yeah, so she, uh she was actually in San Diego last weekend oh, for a girl's was? trip. So, yeah, mm-hmm. she was the weather i mean the weather's always nice it's, it's california it's always beautiful yeah so, mm-hmm. so and then you you left nor in uh vegas yeah. and went to or- new orleans I know, i'm so excited one of my favorite c- cities what do you like about new orleans i don't know it's just a it's the vibe the people mm-hmm. another gr- great food spot for sure yeah no so i got in thursday at like one and then my flight left at like five in the morning on Friday. I went for a concert. Um, there's a jazz group dinner party. It's like Robert Glasper, Kamasi Washington, Terrace Martin, and Ninth Wonder. Um, Ninth Wonder wasn't there, but the three other jazz musicians were there. So I just really went for the show. Um, I follow one of them on Facebook, so that's how I knew about it. But I just, I really love them. I haven't seen all of them together. I've seen them I've seen Robert individually, Kamasi individually numerous times. Terrace Martin I haven't seen. They're real dope. They're responsible for a lot of the music on To Pimp a Butterfly and just other projects. I know Robert does a lot of um, like music. Um, what, what yeah, he's always collabing. With, I always feel like I see him pop up on like Robert does everything yeah every like ja- anytime there's like jazzy black people or like anything that's black Robert is like the musical composer and then even Kamasi Washington he's an amazing saxophone artist but it was dope I got to meet Kamasi I got to meet Terrace um got to eat some oysters we're talking about you know good cities I love the food there I'm a big oyster fan so had some good char boiled oysters I saw a friend from grad school and came back on Saturday yeah, there's two places um, I really enjoy seafood from. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Orleans being the, the top, and then actually Baltimore being oh, the for sure. second. Like, I cannot eat a crab cake here. <laughs> People are like, oh. You? It's not the same. Yeah. We're, land, we don't, we're not near the ocean. So, I mean, we have some options, but. The oysters at Eddie V's don't taste the same as the oysters in New Orleans. Or even, I know you've had some time out there. I love seafood out in um, the DMV, Baltimore area. For me, even living in Connecticut for a time, there's really good seafood in New England as well, too. So yeah. I, I understand completely. It's not the same. It's not as much filler. and it's just Yeah. Real. Did you get a beignet while you were in <laughs> New Orleans? <laughs> no, I did not. I just... The only thing I had there was some gumbo and some oysters and whatnot, and that was. Oh well, you you had some gumbo from New Orleans. That's that's all you need. That's <laughs> it, and and some really good. It was a, they were a lot of garlic and butter. Though I was like, golly, you know, it was, it was a lot, but it was it was still really good. Um, yeah, I went out with my friend from grad school. He's super social, knows everyone in a four block radius, and it's just <laughs> real communal like that, which I appreciate. People just walking around, drinking. Okay, so 
let's get into um, sports a little bit. Okay, okay. How have you been enjoying the playoffs? I've, I've well, all my teams are still alive. Okay, which are? Um, well, I have Golden State winning all. Still, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm still riding with the Draymond and the Babyface Assassin. Uh, Miami, which is my Eastern Conference pick to to win the East, uh, they're still alive, waiting on the winner of Boston, Milwaukee. Uh, hopefully, Jason. That's today, right? Yeah, hope three thirty. Hopefully, Jason Tatum goes all Kobe Bryant again and okay, gets okay. Your, your boy Giannis up out of here. That's not my boy. I just think he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. I can't believe you still feel that way about him. Okay. Um, so, I'm, I, so, hold on. So, so you said Miami. So were you surprised? Now, weren't you the one who – didn't you put James Harden as one of your people who was overrated? Yes. James Harden and, Re- and Westbrook? Yeah. Okay. So do you feel like – he had an unfair critique though, because he just got there though. So do you? What's the expectation? No, it doesn't matter. No, no. He 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 just got there, but he got there to not go Ben Simmons, which he did in Game Six, uh, and mm-hmm. didn't score in the whole second How half. Many, was it nine points or something he had? Harden. Yeah, I think I want to say he had like eighteen in the first, and didn't first. didn't score at all in, in the second, second half. So. Um, I, I think my point about him being overrated. Uh, yes, and I also think, because I know he was very critical of your boy Chris Paul when they were in Houston together, saying uh, Chris Paul was washed, basically. But Chris Paul is playing at an elite level. He is. I mean, hopefully he, he has a better is? game than he did. Um, because it's in game seven for them tonight, too. I think so. I don't even, I don't think it's tonight, though. Let's see. Um, no, I think it's only the Milwaukee game tonight. I, I feel bad for Chris Paul, the, the other, the last game. I know, it's night at eight. You're right. Oh, thank God. The Mavericks and Suns, yep. And then at, today at 3.30 is the Buck and Celtics. Yeah, I felt bad for, for Chris Paul, though, um, and what happened with his wife and mom. Although I'm having to my mother-in-law, right? That's my mother-in-law yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say his wife. Just say, <laughs> say my mother-in-law. It was, it was a moment. You know, we had to reconvene as a family. You know, it was. Yeah, but I, this is why I'm an advocate. Uh, I understand wanting your family at the game, but put them in a suite or something. I would, I would just feel more comfortable. I think they if I was. That's true, but the, so speaking of John Moran and his dad, people there were people on social media saying John Moran's dad is getting Le, too much like LeVar Ball, and I'm I'm so really? sick of. Are you my, serious? And I don't even really care what people think about LeVar Ball or what have you, but I'm 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 sick of this. I don't know. It's like we we criticize black men all the time for not being their kids. Like, but now you you criticize active black fathers. I love I love Mr. Moran. I thought it was Usher at first when the play. I, I, yeah. I, I was like I was like that Usher. Should and then they have him. They yeah, had him sitting courtside I next week. I love the banter he carried on. I love the banter. Yeah, I love the with, uh, with Dale Curry. I love to see it. Even so with. 
Carl Anthony Towns' dad. They, yes, exactly. They were hilarious. I and I feel like if yeah. my like if Ali makes it to the NBA or MLB, like Anything. I'm, I'm gonna be right there, front row, exactly. cheering them on. As you should. We remember Miss Iverson, um, Iverson's mom with her fur coat, how she used to be all. Yeah, even even LeBron's mom. Yeah, that's just what parents do. I can't believe anyone would even critique that. He's not even. I don't mind uh, Lavar Ball. I, he, I think he's done a little bit more press uh, than than John Morant's dad. So it's kind of hard to say that he has the same personality. But you obviously see how great his son is, the leadership abilities he possesses at such a young age, how he's able to just get the team corralled up and everything. And the fact that you know you see like the correct like the direct lineage with his father right there. I can't see why anyone would even want to criticize that. That's terrible. yeah. I, I was. Um I guess taking back would be the the proper word when I <laughs> when I saw that on, but on are social. But you know, at the same time, though. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be. Right. Uh, if I just was like, damn, we can't win as um, black fathers. <laughs> exactly. But no, I'm excited for for the Grizzlies just for them to be that young and that exciting. But I mean, yeah, I'm happy to see like some of our more veteran teams and players progress. But these series is kind of where I mean, they they will wear down on them just just a little bit. Um, I do yeah, worry so. about, about my boo CP. I mean, yeah, he's playing great, you know, this many years in. But yeah, basketball age is different. It's like dog years. So. Yeah, he's got me wanting to go vegan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just great. Yeah, but no, I do. I obviously I want them to make it out the West, but it's definitely going to be. Um, a long road, and I said, they must Well, now they here. got the Splash Brothers, and oh, they're back, yeah. And Jordan Poole and Draymond, yeah. The yeah. new, the new death lineup. They're doing good, but yeah, we'll 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 see. It's good that they have a chance to rest a little bit now, a little bit since while they wait uh, to see who their next opponent is. Yeah, because it's three three. Yeah, where's the game at today for Phoenix? Okay, come on, boo. Yeah, I think they could do it. I was like, they're trying to get their ROI on. And I, I love the Jokic, uh, MVP. That's like that's why they let them get that last game. I like I like the whole Lukic versus Devin Booker little thing that they got going back here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, very reminiscent of some of the old school rivalry where you can tell two players don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean. Y'all really need that to be the old school, though? You, you, I, I guess so. Yeah, you're still from that era where you still see, like, the new age stuff, but you still like that dog mentality yeah. that Draymond possesses. I, I mean, we we like grew that. up in Detroit and during the bad boy I era and the, and the going to work Pistons. And yeah, <laughs> yeah R.I.P. to uh, Lanier. He yeah, passed. Bob Lanier. Yeah, Bob Lanier did, but... um. No, I understand, but I, I'm excited for the games tonight. I'm I'm excited. So clearly, we know you have Phoenix winning in the That's the my West. Hope. I mean, they did so well last year, but I would love to see yeah them uh, match up against because I know Draymond and Chris have their little underlying beef and stuff like that. So. I don't care who wins tonight. Just just bring them on. Go, yeah, go I, and stay. Honestly, be ready. Yeah. That's all. I, all I like is a seven game series. Just give me seven games. To be honest with you, but. No, I'm excited to see Golden State back in this light. To be honest with you, it was I missed them a little bit uh, at this at this level in this stage. Yeah, baby face face assassins waiting. Wait. He was okay, but I mean, how, but how do you how do you explain the games where um, what's 
the was it game game five where it was what was the deficit? It was something crazy. <laughs> we, e, even without Ja, they they took the the game off. I, I, it was funny because people were sending me messages. I'm like, they still have to go back to Golden State. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, no, it, it, I know. But how do you explain that though? Like stuff like holes like that don't make you nervous. No, I'm not nervous, but just like I don't know. My friend said I was a fair weather friend for for even trying to question. Again. Yeah, no, I'm. We're just fine. We're just fine. Okay. Steve okay. Steve Kerr will be back coaching. I know. And yeah, he's he's been great. So we'll see. And then, all right. And you said Miami's your team for the East. Yes, and Eric Spolster, I trust. Eric Spolster has yeah he doesn't get enough I don't think props as as good as he is. And shout out to um, crazy uh, Jimmy Butler. Did you see what he said after they eliminated the seventy sisters? No, I feel like I did, but tell me. Um, he basically said they picked Tobias Harris over me, <laughs> which I oh. thought was silly. Oh, man. Don't do Tobias like that. <laughs> I don't know why. There's something I like about that. Cole I, Hogan, I do so. like to. I've actually yeah, I like him. met him uh, mm-hmm. back when he in his Pistons days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But I just thought it was hilarious. And um, I thought it was also interesting that Jalen B kind of said he was that Jimmy Butler was still on the team. Yeah, he was getting pissed towards the end of the regular season, though. He he would make little comments in um, press conferences and stuff like that. You could tell he wasn't pleased. Yeah, so I'm wondering what Philly does next. Uh, they want James Harden back for some odd reason. Y'all got to stop that. He, how, he, ha- he wasn't on there long. Yeah, he hasn't won any place he's been either. That's gonna be some players. Um, that it's more it's more players like that than there are who who win everywhere. I was listening to Knuckleheads podcast. That's the one with uh, Quentin Richardson and um, Darius Miles, and they have VC on there, Vince Carter, <laughs> and he was saying how. I think it was Quentin Miller. He was saying that you know I'll get in that locker room and I'll tell them it's more it's more of me than it's you know, then you guys are going to be the AI or the, or the KB. Like, 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 it's more players like me. Like, like more of you guys are going to have the narrative that I had. Like, bomb, you move around. But not everyone has that story. I mean, look at look at uh, the NBA halftime show. You see how Charles goes at it with Shaq and whatnot. And no one's denying, you know, Charles Barkley's, you know, input into the game and whatnot. But even AI, not everyone's going to be – and AI moved around, and he's still one of my favorite players. Not everyone's going to get that chip. He didn't move around like James Hart moving around. He went from it's a different day. He went age. to Philly, to Denver, to an Aaron Detroit that does not need to be mentioned Some ever. Move around, you don't get the the Allen Houston's and the Gambies who stay or Finleys who stay in certain you know markets for a long time. <sighs> I just think I I, y- know y- y'all got to get off y'all porch. I didn't know James Harden was your boy like that. He's not my boy, <laughs> but I think you guys got to recognize where we're at with just players that whole stay with that Tim Duncan, KB. I'm stay not with one saying franchise. stay with one franchise, but damn it, you you have been in cancer pretty much every franchise that you have been to. Cancer is a harsh word. Um, I don't think he's someone you could build a team around at this point. He, if anything, he just needs to be an add-on. I don't know if previous organizations thought he would be a marquee player, but that's not it. Who would you take, Kyrie or James Harden? 
So I, I think we were all really impressed with that one game performance that James Harden had where he, he went off and everyone was falsely excited. But I don't know. I, I think Kyrie's a, he's kind of difficult. He's, I, difficult is not the word. He's just, he comes with an added, uh, I don't know. I, I, my gut says Kyrie I choose over Harden. What about you? As, as much as it pains me to say, I'm going to have to take Mr. Unavailable and take Kyrie. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. I'd take Kyrie. You know, the most memorable thing, thing about Kyrie this whole year? His outfit at no. the court side? No, he got mentioned in uh, Kendrick Lamar's new album. <laughs> well, he's just had a weird year, but I think that's a good transition. I mean, Kendrick Lamar's album. Well, do you know the track he was mentioned on? Because we're sitting um, two days after the release of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I can't remember the track. I know it's on the um, second. It's um, on volume two. It's either. Is it Savior or. So first, well, well, first let's talk about it. How do you how do you feel about the album? What was your first initial thought? First initial thought, is, uh, classic. Okay, okay, okay. Have you said that about any recent albums, or is that is that a critique you? No, that's not a critique. Or yes. Hmm. Hmm. So I don't give it out often. Mm-hmm. But it hit like that for you? Yeah, I've really... I, I understand. <laughs> I personally no, I enjoy uh, the album. I don't think it's an album for everybody, though. Oh, really? Okay, okay. What do you mean? I think for... Because, like, to Pimp a Butterfly, like, I know people that love it. I know people that hate it. I feel like this album kind of falls uh, in that same category. Um, somebody said it's like they went to therapy with Kendrick Lamar listening to the <laughs> album, um, which I get. But I also appreciate that because uh, Kendrick has been very um, open about, you know, mental health issues and mm-hmm. dealing with things as a black man, which we don't, I guess, you don't see other artists do that. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate his level of openness on the album. Um, I was just, right before this, uh, Complex has a article, The Emancipation of Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting. And it also talks about one of your biggest issues that I know that you talk about a lot, when, it, especially when like, we talk about like a killer mic or something, uh, hip hop problem, like women issues and- mm, Massage noir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, 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 the article talks about that and Kendrick, kind of um, Kendrick Lamar's uh, evolution uh, mm-hmm. with that. Um, I am disappointed in some of the I don't want to even want to say reviews. There's banter I've seen about uh, some of the takes on the album, uh, particularly with the Kodak Black. Um, some people feel like he shouldn't have included Kodak Black in <laughs> on Why? the album. Because um, I guess Kodak Black, I'm not a big Kodak Black fan like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he's been accused of, I don't know, 
sexual assault or something in the past. Oh, okay. And that through that lens. I don't know. I just feel like it was kind of like a page from the J. Cole book, the way J. Cole had the 21 Savage. Like, I feel like some of these, they're kind of classified as backpacky rappers. I, th- I do think they sometimes lean on the more quote unquote street rappers sometimes because I think the commercial success of um, a lot, I think of that. So that's that's the way I picked it up as, as having Kodak on the album was for a little bit of that. Not to say Kendrick needs any of that type of, you know, um, support, but. I thought it was a good move. I like the interlude. I think it's like rich or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I always appreciate a Kodak Black soundbite. I can see why some people think he is problematic, but I just saw that as a mark. For me, that was more so a a marketing type tool as opposed to anything else. And I and I thought the features overall mm-hmm. uh, were well placed. Oh, I love the ghost. I love the ghost face verse for sure. I'm not even the biggest Summer Walker fan, but hers was good. They had my girl from Portishead, um, Beth, the lead singer of Portishead, being a dope group um, and whatnot. And I love the uh, We Cry Together. That was good. Yeah, that song was, it was heavy. I had to turn it off. I listened to it about four times. But it was just, it was a really good album, just sonically from beginning to end. He's he's just really good at just being cinematic, I think, um, painting a picture. And I just, I love the way his production rounds out i'm one of those people who has to see like who was on bass who was on guitar and whatnot so i did read that i was hoping to see a little bit more of like some kamasi and robert and stuff but i know he used um producer becco i want to say sansun as well too for bass was pretty heavy on there but they also did a lot of work on damn and whatnot so it was good to see that he kept some of those same people and I, I, I like that he, he moved around with his sound as well, too. Um, he's, like, switched up his flow um, on, on some songs as well. But I think it's a, it's a stellar album. Same as you. I don't, I don't know. Classic's hard for me to say, but it's definitely one album that I definitely wouldn't mind replaying over and over. Like, I'm not even yeah, tired of it Yeah, there's yet. not too many albums that mm-hmm. have come out recently where I'm like, okay, I'm going to, like, I know yeah. I'm going to play this over and over. Same. I feel like the last album like that for me was I feel like that about AZ's album last year. I love um, uh, Do or Die too. That was for me. That was really good. That was that was album. probably AZ album. Was probably it's not my favorite album from mm-hmm. last year. Like my second favorite. I like it, but in terms of like an album that like I actually because there's other popular artist albums that I just haven't done that for. But I know Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick is good for that. I feel like that about Damn. Damn, I still listen to frequently to Pimp a Butterfly. I, he, I just, I love his catalog. Someone, I was talking with a friend. He's a big hip-hop head. He was saying, like, maybe when it's all said and done, his catalog might rival that of Nas or something like that. And I was like, woo. I think because um, he's able to have... Pump your brakes a little I, bit I, on I, that I know, and, and that's hard. But, but when we do talk about complete albums, because I remember you saying how you feel like Drake... And I agree, it's good for singles and not for albums, but I think Kendrick is one of those artists who is like, he does have complete bodies of work, which yeah, is and that's, that's not uh, like super That was common. one of the criticisms um, that I saw from a couple of people uh, that there's not really a single type song on the album. Oh, because yeah, like loyalty or like humble or something like that from Damn. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, um, he he just I don't think you he need had family it. ties. So family ties isn't on this album, but that won a Grammy for best rap performance. I know that's on Baby Keem's album and whatnot, but family ties still gets 
heavy play for me. I'm not even exaggerating. I listen to that song a few times a week. Sometimes it's one of my favorite gym songs. So I love Family Ties. And that was a huge commercial success. That, like I said, it won the Grammy performance. If you care about awards, it won the Grammy Award for um, Best Rap Performance at this year's Grammy. So he has that, but that obviously wasn't on this album. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's a, it's not a deal uh, breaker in my book. Yeah. I really don't care about singles like that, so. Yeah, if um, you're going to listen, you're going to listen. But he's uh, coming. He'll be here. Of course, I'm one of those people who looks up tour dates <laughs> as soon as I like an artist. So he'll be here in Michigan, August 14th. The tickets go on sale next week. Um, where You know where menu he'll be at? Little Caesars Arena. I will have my black tail there. I already put a reminder in my work calendar for the day to get released. Because it's going to be Baby Keem as well, too. And I like a couple of Baby Keem tracks. So, oh, They really are making it a family affair. For sure. I know. I like it. That's I know his little cousin. And it's Kendrick's last album on TDE. So it'll be interesting Hopefully to see Hopefully we get uh, he goes. a J-Rock album soon. Oh. I know. I wonder what his collaborations will be like. Because TDE has Schoolboy. They got J-Rock, SZA. Who else? Is it D-Smoke and Sir? They have a pretty pretty decent roster. Yeah, so um, are you a big June Thug and Gunna fan? (laughs) Now that they face Rico charges. So I heard that there's state Rico charges versus federal, and I think they say the federal is a little bit bigger. But it is it is crazy. It is crazy to see. What what about your students? Did they say anything about it? Um, not really. They're so. Are, are they too old for them at this point? No, they still gonna. They still listen to Young Thug. Not so much. Um, I yeah. I mean, I guess he's considered. Um, now, if this happened like four or five years ago, like I'm, one of my former students, like Young Thug, is like their favorite artist, and like they, they're so so. A whole crop of rappers, though. That I think it's it's not in my periphery because it's not what I listen to, but he is like responsible for like a whole. And class I and of I kind of like I kind of recently started listening to Gunna. Okay. Um, and it's like I'm like, damn, he was just on. Uh, Uninterrupted with LeBron and oh, uh, Gunna, yeah, my favorite WNBA player, Asia Wilson. Oh, okay, of course. I don't. That's someone I would have to look up, like the Gunners, the Dirks, the, the Push and P, the ESTGs and stuff. I'm not too familiar with, but no, it it, it is crazy to. Um, the internet had a field day, <laughs> field day with the memes and stuff, but. They had a meme like "Rich Homie Quan, it's your time to get back on now" <laughs> or whatever. And then um. Our, our, one of our old friends, uh, Curtis, he had a meme, which I thought was hilarious. He mm-hmm. had the story post, and he said, pushing P, pushing prison. Oh, I know. I saw that. Push. <laughs> uh, I haven't, yeah. Some of those those songs, I do not know, like that, the popular ones that they talk about. But what do you think about it? Do you think they're going to get charged? Um, I think it's, I think Young Thug is a more dangerous gunner. So, so far, only facing one count. I think Young Thug... They batted like seven additional charges too. So, uh, that's unfortunate. Do you? How do you feel about when they say rappers telling themselves in song lyrics? Do you feel like? Um, but then I go back to the whole Jay what Jay Z said years ago. Uh, believe none of what, you, but when he say believe none of what you hear, even and if half of what you see. Yeah, even if it's spit by me. 
And with that said, I'll kill you dead. So, or, you know, Jada Kiss once said, you know, it's a bunch of rappers pretending to be millionaires when they really thousandaires. I'm one myself. I saw one comment where someone said rap music is the destruction. I mean, it's a common trope. Some people try to use that rap music is the destruction of the community. Yeah, but I, I feel like. Community. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, can you, should you, I stick you up. Some of this rap is crazy. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll literally sit, like I'll hear a bar and I'll be like, are you serious? Yeah, this, this like. This and whatnot. And I don't, I don't want to say like, I just don't want to think, stick it on like the new generation, but. Some of these lyrics, and then, like, the lyric system in today's rap is just basic as hell to me. A lot of it is. That's why albums, that's why when you hear an album, like, it was so crazy just to go back just to see the reaction. Like, everyone was listening to a different track. Like, I've, I haven't seen an album absorbed like that, excuse me, in a, in a while. So that was that was exciting to see. But, I mean, that's why you have the, the Kendricks and the Matt Kami and cocaine rappers if you want a little bit of lyricism with a little bit of drug talk you know and pusher and whatnot yeah. but um it's, it's just it's just interesting yeah i don't know at the same time you, you can't be saying I, i'll light you up and i'll lay your mom out then your niece then your sister then you know i'm pulling up on my ops with the draco like at some point it's like come on but i don't mm. know if it's fair to use um well we'll, we'll see this will be a test for the first uh, first amendment We'll see. Yeah, I mean, is it really? Yeah, I mean, but as they always say, freedom of speech isn't freedom of consequences as well, too, though. Very true. It's a tell as old as time, though. Artists being in court over just lyrics. It's, it's just part of artistry, it seems. Yeah, so I guess that's a good place to get up, get out of here warm. Okay, what you doing with the rest of your Sunday? It's a beautiful day here in Detroit. Um, I got two more podcasts to record. So oh, I'll you're be on a, the road. You're on the I'll road. I'll be a busy bee, and then hopefully I get home in time to enjoy the great outdoors with Ali, who will have a fit when it's time to come in. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. That's good. That means he's excited about the nature and the sun and the air. Yeah, Real quick, tomorrow is Janet Jackson's birthday. What's your favorite Janet moment or song? Okay, favorite Janet Jackson moment. Can I do both? Of course. Uh, favorite moment was actually getting a meter. Okay. Fair. Uh, That's high ranking. Yeah. Um, just uh, getting the meter, being on the floor for the, and I, I was young, <laughs> for the Rhythm Nation um, concert. Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of started my love affair with uh, Miss Jackson. Demita Joe. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite song? All right. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, if I'm in a bad mood, that is my go-to song. That's a fun song. Yeah. I love that era. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I mean, if I'm thinking of, like, my super fun, like, pick-me-up song, or even the video was fun for All Right, but I love Escapade. I don't know. It's just something about that as I was walking by, and she's, you know, it's just all cheery and stuff. It's, it's so hard to even name a favorite Janet song, but Escapade um, is definitely up there for me. And I think favorite Janet moment. You know, my sister was the biggest Janet fan I knew, and she used to save money to buy the tour books, the videotapes, and we used to watch her tapes on Friday. And she had a behind-the-scenes um, tape for the Janet album and whatnot where they went over, like, 
the choreography for like if and stuff like that it was heavy tina landon the choreographer the dancer days and all that stuff so i think just watching that type of stuff with my sister back in the day um just watching old janet material old janet tapes and whatnot i think everyone tried to do the if dance the scream dance i made fake knee pads i i, <laughs> I used i was so cheap i used ziploc bags and put stuffing in ziploc bags and tied them around my knees so i can have some um knee pads so i can slide up you know in the scream routine where they slide up janet and michael and i would pay this yeah. <laughs> so janet has uh she's she's janet so i as you can tell we both love us some janet jackson mm-hmm. so happy birthday miss jackson okay the icon and All we'll right. and we'll see you on the b-side and she'll be not in Michigan, but she'll be close. She'll be in Cincinnati. Oh on, yeah. What is it? July twenty third or July twenty fourth? One of those. And she was out. She was in Kentucky last week yeah. for the Derby too. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Well, catch y'all on the other side. Peace. <laughs>